Okay, so we're we're doing it now. Just start with the easiest. Say robinoneal.com. Robinoneal.com forward slash shop. Say it one more time because I was talking. Just wait for me to finish talking. Robinoneal.com forward slash shop. Perfect. God, that was good. Hello, everybody. I hope you liked hearing my dad again. <laughs> I sounded like a tyrant or something in that. Anyway, welcome back to me reading stuff. I'm Robin O'Neill. This is the place. What do we do here? Uh, well, last week we learned how to cut toxic bitches out of our lives. How many people here have cut someone out of their life? In the past, recently, just someone who wasn't working out for you anymore. Somebody whose presence was stressful rather than a pleasure. Um, good girl, good girl. That's what you, that's what you need to do. That life is too short for that stuff. Um, I've never done this dramatically, by the way. This is just kind of how it, how it happens sometimes. Um, and also, you know, at a certain point in your life, well, I just started to look at my parents. I'm like, they never complain about their friends. Like they never have weird things going on with their friends. You know, um, I want that. It just felt like the mature thing. I, I, I don't know if it's like, okay, is this like a creative person life where people are just a little more complex? And don't get me wrong, I'm still, I still am very understanding. Like we all have off days. Everybody fucks up. Everybody acts like a jerk sometimes, even when they don't mean to. So I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I would never be like, they're out. See ya. Just because we have one weird thing. But anyway... Um, what else do we do on this podcast? We, uh, train ourselves to feel better about who we are. <laughs> we, and by the way, this isn't a self-help podcast, although right now it's sounding like it is. Uh, we get excited about things. We are aware that expectations are premeditated resentments. We remind ourselves that it's okay to be divorced, that it's okay to, uh, what, what else? Um, to relax. It's not a selfish thing to relax. You don't have to work so hard all the time, okay? Please remember that. That's me reminding myself of that. So yeah, we do all of that. We try to not complain too much, although we want to. And then the main thing is we read aloud something we love in hopes that someone else will love it too. And we know that it's okay when people don't like the things we like. I'm actually not sure I've learned that yet. Have I, I'm sure I've talked about that on here maybe at some point in the five plus years. How long have I been doing this podcast? Does anyone know? Has it been five years or six years? Oh man, I think I missed my anniversary. I think it was sometime in June. I gotta look that up. But anyway, I don't know if I know that yet. I go in waves with that one about, you know, I just always, I get really kind of upset to be honest with you when people don't like the same things that I like. It kind of hurts hurts me. And that's not a good quality and it's not fair because of course I want people to like their own things and they don't they shouldn't have to like what I like, but I don't know. I just can't seem to learn that lesson in life. Are you guys good about that? Damien's great about it. He doesn't give a fuck if I don't like something he likes or if anybody doesn't. He's like, "Yeah, I still know it's great." Um and it's not that I then doubt its greatness. The problem is I then doubt that person's greatness. I'm like, well, who are you to not understand how fucking perfect this is? I mean, I'm an asshole. This is what I'm the biggest asshole about in life. I don't think I'm in general a jerk, but in that way, I really am. 
but I don't want anyone to feel afraid to tell me that they don't like something either. Um, you know, like if you're my friend and you decide to tell me I hate Melrose Place, well, I want you to feel free to tell me that. You're just gonna have to be prepared. <laughs> you need to cut those expectations back if you think I'm gonna be mature about it. Okay, anyway, um, what else is going on? I launched my shop last week. I have, actually, let me go ahead and give that announcement right now. So my shop at www.robinoneal.com forward slash shop. Sorry, that was my mom. We are having some family stuff going on, so I had to keep my phone on. Um, Anyway, my shop is now launched. It's the mid to late summer summer shop. And I am so excited about all of these things on there. And for only you guys, the podcast listeners, starting today, there will be free sh shipping on any order you uh, make with my shop. And that is with coupon code, all caps, STUFF, like me reading stuff. So just the stuff in STUFF. Coupon code STUFF, all caps. You're gonna get free shipping until August 31st. And if any of you ordered since this new relaunch of the shop in the last week or whenever, it was only since Monday, let me know if you're a listener and I'll go back to that order and I'll um, refund you for your shipping. So that's my gift to you guys. Shipping can be a lot of money on these things with my book. My book is still available, by the way. But mainly I have new ceramics, which are very expensive to ship, and um, the modeliers as well. They're a little bit tricky to ship. So... Uh, that'll save you guys some money, and you deserve it more than anybody. You guys are my favorite people. You know that. One day I'm going to meet all of you. One day we're going to do like a Comic Con for me reading stuff. It's going to be, you know, like the most low-key thing ever. I've always threatened to do this, but I've never yet done it. I want it to take place in a hotel ballroom of some, or a hotel conference room would be ideal. And I want us all to go to like an IHOP or a Denny's or a Chili's. Like I'm going to rent out like a party space at a chain restaurant. So get ready for that. Get ready for that. It's going to be awesome. I can already feel it. And as you guys know, there's always me reading stuff apparel available. You can find that on my website as well. But it's at cottonbureau.com. You just search me reading stuff and you'll see sweatshirts, hoodies, t-shirts, and that kind of thing. But, oh, and also stickers on my website. I guess I just haven't mentioned all of this in a long time, so it felt good to do that. Also, in business corner here, um, I have three mid-sized drawings that I'm really happy to have up at the Weatherspoon Art Museum in Greensboro, North Carolina, in a show uh, called Art on Paper. It's all works on paper, obviously, so you guys should check that out. And what else? You guys always can find me on Instagram at Robin under, what's that called? Underscore. O'Neill, R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. Oh my God, I forgot. Da, 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 da. Monday, the 16th of August, I am launching something called Home Robin Network. Have you heard of Home Shopping Network? Have you heard of my love for QVC, the other Home Shopping Network, which I'm not sure what that stands for, quality value control or something. Anyway, I'm obsessed with QVC. Damien and I watch QVC pretty much 24 hours a day when we're not watching other things. But um, we always have it on in the living room. And we're going to be doing live from my studio. I don't know what time, but it's on Instagram. I'll be showing you everything I have for sale in my shop that's still left. And we're going to be acting like we're QVC hosts. So please check this out. We are experts in QVC, all things QVC. And we want to show you our skills at... <laughs> 
promoting items. It's going to be just basically ridiculous. And don't worry, it's not like I think we're both comedians or anything. We're just having fun because, and I saw them all lined up here, all the modaliers, all the new neon modaliers, and they look so fun that I just want to talk in front of them, to be honest with you. So feel free to hop on there. Um, I'll be making that announcement on Instagram soon about what time I'm planning on doing the live show. Uh, and you can ask questions about anything, about me, about the podcast, about Damien, about our cat Frankie, about my food choices in life. So that's going to be really fun. Um, all right, hold tight while I go grab a book and then we'll be reading. Okay, I'm back. Um, I actually, this is like an hour later. I just thought I was grabbing the book. I went, I, I'll just tell you what all I did. Um, I had to go to the bathroom. I then wanted to make more coffee, decaf. And then I remembered I was kind of hungry and I had this broccoli salad in the refrigerator. Do you guys like broccoli salad? I love it. So I grabbed some broccoli salad. I ate that. I ate a couple of pieces of watermelon. Uh, shout out to Aaron. And I then, oh, and then I got distracted and just read for a while in, in the book I'm about to read to you because I kind of forgot how much good shit is in here. Uh, I'm reading from Great American Prose Poems from Poe to the Present. This is edited by David Lehman. This is a Scribner book from 2002. I'll put a link in the description so you can know where to buy it. Um, and this is going to be a long one, and I know some of you guys are honest with me that you don't listen for the words, the poetry, the literature, which is up to you. Again, I'm trying to be uh, understanding about everyone's desires. So if this isn't your thing, just a warning, this is going to be a while, but it's so good. And I, hi sorry, my mic just messed up. And I highly recommend you listening, but if not, I'll catch up with you later. Uh, this is Claudia Rankin. This is Intermission in Four Acts. This is from her book, Plot, which came out, I think, in 2001. Uh, it doesn't say that here. It doesn't tell me. Yeah, 2001. And I've read Claudia Rankin on the podcast before. I read from Citizen uh, quite a few times, I believe, which I'm obsessed with. And Plot is really good as well. And so the, but this, I, I loved remembering that she was in this book, this uh, prose poem book. So and you guys know I love prose poems. And for anyone, a lot of you guys who listen aren't actually um, poets or writers, um, and you listen for other reasons because maybe you're an artist, and or a lot of people tell me they want to read poetry and they've never done it before. And so they start here, and I hopefully give you guys good, um, I don't know, jumping off points to get you into poetry. Um, but prose poetry is so, uh, what's the word? It's accessible for people who aren't that used to reading poetry. And it also breaks down these walls people have in their mind about what poetry is in a way that I think is really helpful. So that's why I happen to love it. And I can give you guys a lot more recommendations if you want, or just listen to a lot of the old podcasts because I tend to read a lot of these. All right, Claudia Rankin a total hero. Uh, this is Intermission in Four Acts. The Thing in Play, Act One. A world outside this plot prevents our intermission from being uninvolved. A present, it's passed in the queue outside the toilet and each drink dulling the room. 
Hence our overwhelming desire to forgive some, forget others. Even so, we are here, and as yet, I cannot release us to here, cannot know and still go on as if all the world were staged. Who believes us? Not a big mess, but rather an unfortunate accident arrived us here. Our plot assumes presence. It stays awkward, clumping in the mouth. I shall so want, and this is necessary time. Only now do we respect, or is it forget, the depths of our mistakes. There often rises from the fatigue of the surface a great affection for order. Plot, its grammar, is the linen no one disgorges into. Excuse me. From that which is systemic, we try to detach ourselves, we cling to, cellophane ourselves into man-made regulations. So neatly educated, so nearly laid, he maketh me to lie down. But some of us have drowned and coughed ourselves up. The deep morning lifts its swollen legs high upon the stage. Some wanting amnesia float personified abstractions. Some wash ashore but not into the audience, not able to look on. Help me if who you are now helps you to know the world differently, if who you are wants not to live life so. Still in play, act two. On the street where children now reside, the speed limit is 25. Green owns the season and will be God. A rain that was put a chill in every leaf, every blade of grass. The red brick, the asphalt, cold, cold. The front step, the doorknob, the banister, the knife, the fork. A faucet opens and the woman, Liv, arrives as debris formed in the sea's intestine, floating in to be washed ashore and perfumed. In time she opens her mouth and out rushes, Why is the feeling this? Am I awful? Has an unfortunate accident arrived me here? Does anyone whisper, stay a while? Or the blasphemous, resemble me, resemble me? Those watching say with their silence, that is live. She has styes on her eyes, or she needs to forget the why of some moment. She doesn't look right. She is pulling the red plastic handle toward her, checking around her. She's washing, then washing her hands, feet, and shouting, assemble me, assemble me. She is wearing shoes and avoiding electric wires, others, steep drops, forgotten luggage. Those are her dangers. She cannot regret. A hook out of its eye, she's the underside of a turtle shell. Riveted and riven, the others stare, contemplating the proximity of prison to person before realizing the quickest route away from is to wave her on. They are waving her on. Liv is waved on. Everything remains but the shouting. A cake is cooling on a rack. Someone is squeezing out excess water. Another is seasoning with salt. The blacker cat is in heat. A man sucks the mint in his mouth. The minutes are letting go. A hose is invisible on the darkened lawn. Musical Interlude, Act 3. A certain type of life is plot-driven. A certain slant in life. A man sucking his mint lozenge. He is waiting for the other foot to drop. His own, mind you. In a wide second, he will be center stage. His song will be the congregation of hope. He will drain his voice to let Liv know she cannot move toward birth without trespassing on here. To succumb to life is to be gummed to the reverberating scum seemingly arrested. Erland knows Liv is as if 
in a sling, broken in the disappeared essence, the spirit perhaps, cat foot in moist soil, at the lowest altitude or simply streamside, though seeming fine. He knows he too, sometimes, is as if below, pained, non-circulatory, in an interval, the spirit perhaps in an interval, but then frictionalized, rubber hard. Sweet life everlasting, he is singing softly beneath his meaning in the sediment of connotation where everyone's nervously missing, so missed. His melody is vertical, surrendering suddenly to outcome, affording a heart, recalling, after all, another sort of knowing because some remainder, some latter leftover is biddy bop, biddy bop, and again. His voice catches. It feels like tenderness beckoning, and it is into her voice rejoicing. In Mortal Theater, Act 4, blessedly the absolute miscarries. And in its release, this birth pulls me toward that which is without comparison. In the still water of green pasture, lord and lamb and shepherd in all circumstances, daylight in increase, always the floating clouds, ceaseless the bustling leaves, we exist as if conceived by our whole lives, the upsurge, its insides, in all our yesterdays, moreover. Asking and born into residence, the life that fills, fills in a world without synonym. I labor, this is the applause. This, mercy grown within complexity, and in truth, these lies cannot be separated out. I see as deep as the deep flows. I am as willing as is recognized. I am, am almost to be touching. Mm. She is incredible. And so is that piece. So you guys go get this book or run it at your library. Check the uh, description. Another book I'm reading right now that I'm really enjoying, by the way, an odd turn is that I'm reading some fiction books right now. I'm reading um, Marie and Daae's My Heart Hemmed In. Has anyone heard of this? This is, uh, let's see, who, who did this book? I don't know. It's got a cat on it. Two Lines Press. Anyway, also found that on the Book Soup website. Uh, it was a recommendation, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, and I got, I hopped back on Goodreads, thanks to my friend Erica. She was on there, and I was like, why am I not keeping track of books on there? So that was really fun. I don't know if any of you guys do that. It made me feel really happy to be on there again. Um, you guys, I'm going to sign out of here. Remember, Monday the 16th, Instagram Live, Home Robin Network. Check out my shop at robinoneal.com. Um, yeah, and talk to me on Instagram comments or on Twitter comments or what, whatever. Just those two places is where you can find me. Other than that, I want you to just have a great week. I want you to take good care of yourselves. Be easy on yourselves. Laugh, rest, uh, rub your tummy if it hurts, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.